Temple University is ranked among the top 50 public universities in the U.S. Through hands-on learning opportunities and world-class faculty, Temple students are prepared to soar in their careers. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. visit Recorded live. It's 7.30, about on April 29th, 2015, time for Hanging with the Bowling Brothers with your host of the most, Matty B. And Mike's going to join us in a couple minutes. Let's see if I can get to him. And tonight we're going to talk a little bit about Major League Baseball, a little bit of NFL draft news, uh, boxing, Floyd Money Mayweather versus uh, versus uh, Manny Pacquiao, and uh, we'll talk maybe a little NHL uh, and maybe UFC as well. And uh, we are waiting for. My brother Mike. And I think that's him. Uh, unmute all. Uh, i got to wait a second. There we go. Uh, hey, Mike. How are you? Good, Matt. How you doing? Pretty good. Coming in nice and clear tonight. <laughs> yeah, it sounds great. Sounds great. Hey, let's, let's uh, first of all, let's talk a little Major League Baseball, man. Sure thing. I sit sure here thing. and eat my uh, sun-made raisins. <laughs> I can wait for that. I can wait for that. Uh, yeah, well, baseball's getting good again. You know, it's uh, it's fun. There's always uh, a couple of surprises, and uh, no bigger surprise, I would say, than how far out the Mets have rushed out in their division. Um, Four and a half in front, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, you know, the Nationals were considered by everyone to be the best, strongest team coming into the season, so everyone said, well, the Mets are going to be better, but, you know, they're, they're never going to catch the Nationals. Well, they're seven games ahead of the Nationals right now. Yeah, so and, maybe not Washington. <laughs> well, it's, I mean, here's the thing. With baseball, you always got to be careful because baseball is such a long season. They're 21 games into the season, which means that they, they're they like 12.5% into the season. <laughs> so, um, Really a long season, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, the Mets ran off 11 wins in a row. Uh, they could go two and eight, their next 10 in Washington. Washington had a big comeback last night. So that's one of those things. They were down like by nine or 10 runs, and then they came back and won. So uh, those are the kind of games that can kick you off into a a winning streak. 
Yeah, and guess who else is hot? The Yankees. <laughs> the Yankees are hot. They lost today in extra innings, but they put this afternoon. But, yeah, they lost the Rays in 13. A-Rod had a horrible day. 0 for 6, 4 strikeouts. I know. And he, he didn't do a double play to end the game. <laughs> so, I mean, the tying, the, the potential tying run was on base, and he, if he could have hit one out, he would have won the game in the bottom of 13. But he hit first pitch double play. But you know what? Hey, that's, that's another thing about baseball. You can look terrible one day and look great the next. Kind of like golf. Well, yeah, kind of like golf. You're right. <laughs> Except the golf ball's not flying at you 100 miles an hour, you know, when you hit it. So baseball's the – even good golfers that like uh, I will say that, you know, baseball's like the hard – hitting the baseball's the hardest thing to do in sports because it's you got 50,000 people screaming. you got the ball's coming 100 miles an hour. It's got all sorts of spin on it. And it's uh, and you got to try and do it with everything on the line. Is but, it, uh, from experience, is it harder than uh, than hurling one of those uh, pelotas in uh, in uh, highlight? Oh, it's way harder. I mean, throwing a pelota. I tell you, that's funny that you brought that up because uh, recently uh, somebody showed me a clip from the, the time I was in that uh, tournament there at the uh, Milford, uh, yeah. Milford Highlight. Yeah, and I did pretty well. You know, I mean, the hardest thing about that is just like. Uh, learning how to catch and throw it in one motion. Uh, but, you know, I learned it in like 10 minutes. And, uh, you know, at the time I was in my 20s and I was still playing softball and stuff, so my, I still had a good arm. But, uh, nah, hitting the baseball is definitely harder, dude. <laughs> yeah. And uh, big uh, Orioles game today, close to the public, to the stadium. <laughs> I know, I know. After I wonder if the Baltimore riots, man. I know. Well, you know, it's funny because it's like, what do you do? I mean, the place holds 40-something thousand people. They probably have to hire, like, a couple of hundred cops to, uh, to you know, work security on those games. Uh, they, and they, they probably the cops, I'm sure, couldn't spare a couple of hundred cops. <laughs> yeah, but I wonder if you don't just cancel a game. Well, they they cancel the first two. I mean, how many can you cancel? They, um, you know, they can't, uh, they can't, I mean, the schedule, they only have so many off days during the season anyway. They probably have, uh, every couple of weeks they have an off day. And to play double headers and you know filling all your off days would really be rough. So I think what they're doing now is they're they're supposed to play Tampa next in Baltimore, and they're switching it to uh, 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 play in Tampa, and Baltimore will be the home team in Tampa's stadium. So that's uh, kind of weird. But uh, you know it's funny because Tampa will have the gates open, and they probably won't have many more than there were at Camden Yards today. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Um, the injury bug is continuing to hit the Mets. Montero now feeling feeling a little tightness in his shoulder. Oh no! Rafael Montero off. of the uh, of the Mets tightness in the back of his throwing shoulder after his start on Tuesday, going back to New York for further evaluation after being optioned to Triple A. Wow! Well, that's not very good. He allowed three runs on five hits and five and two-thirds innings of work against the Marlins on Tuesday. Right. And and Tanaka with the Yankees. Joe Girardi doesn't think he's going to have to have Tommy John surgery, but he might have a UCL. Oh, yeah. Doing sports talk. Yeah, I'm sorry, man. I was uh, was just talking to Tommy for a second. Um, So, uh, yeah. yeah, Tanaka, who knows? You know, they're going to evaluate him. It's, let's, let's put it this way. Pitchers always have sore arms after they pitch, and that's, that's just a fact. Now, because they get so much money, 
people really get nervous. Now, I mean, Tanaka could have a bad elbow. Who knows? And if he does, that's just that's part of life. But the Yankees are have won 13 games. <coughs> I'm choking here. The Yankees have won 13 games, and Tanaka's only won two of them. So uh, I wouldn't I'd jump off the ship just yet if they uh, if they um, don't. If he's not, if he's injured, yeah, don't choke on me, Mike. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm still eating dinner as I talk. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm having a little snack as I talk. Huh? Uh-huh. Uh, some named raisins and uh, Pepsi. <laughs> oh, good, good. Now, did you see that um, uh, the Mets are playing right now? Gene Carlos Stanton hit another home run against the Mets. Every time they play the Mets, he's the home run. It seems he like he's like a Met killer. He is totally. He's had two like, on homers today. Um, well, he's got six on the year, but and probably four of them are against the Mets. So they're playing right now. Uh huh. Uh huh. Okay. Uh, yeah, looks like it's. Uh, let me get the uh, scoreboard here and tell you about some scores. Okay. Indians are leading the uh, Royals in Cleveland, middle uh, middle of the fifth. Uh, at Fenway, uh, the Red Sox are beating the Blue Jays 3-1, to bottom of the fifth there. Braves lead the Nationals at Turner Field in Atlanta, top of the second. Tie game with the Mets and Marlins down at uh, Marlins Ballpark in Miami, top of the second. Mm-hmm. And that's what's going on right now, I guess. Uh, uh-huh. And also... Uh, in that empty stadium game, uh, <laughs> and that, that brings to mind uh, an empty arena match in wrestling. Uh-huh. They have empty arena matches sometimes when nobody's oh, there. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> and anyway, the Orioles won eight to two. Astros are on a roll. They beat the Padres seven to two. Yeah, talking about surprise teams, they're in first place by four and a half games in the uh, American League West. Oh, it's an eighty-six all over again. <laughs> and uh, Detroit beat Minnesota 10-7. to uh, We talked about the Yankees losing to the Rays 3-2 to in 13 innings, and Milwaukee beat Cincinnati 8-3 to at, in Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. And also, uh, another headline here. Tell me what you think about this, Mike. Um, Major League Baseball has found no tampering violation in Joe Madden joining the Cubs. No, I didn't think they would. I mean, people uh, switch teams all the time. Well, yeah. Hey, let's uh, some of the not... You go want ahead. to talk about some some of the stat leaders here? Yeah, go for it. All right, uh, Adam Jones and and American League and DJ uh, Lamehi, who whoever the hell that is, uh, both and D Gordon of uh, the Marlins are all still hitting over four hundred. I mean, that usually. Uh, wow. Last for a little while, but uh, they're leading their leagues in hitting. But as uh, far you know, some of those guys you don't expect to stick around on top of the of the standings. But uh, Miguel Cabrera is still hitting 370, and he's the kind of guy that could hit 370 all year. Uh, Matt Carpenter and Matt Holiday are both having good years for St. Louis. But the home runs, Henry Ramirez is in his tenth. That's pretty awesome for the for the Red Sox. He just hit ten home runs today. He hit his tenth home run today. Yeah. Uh, but now Mark Teixeira, who a lot of people said were done, has eight for the Yankees. He's the, the player of the week for last week. So American he's hot. Yeah, week. he's hot right now. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And um, let's see. Teixeira's uh, fifth in RBIs. Nelson Cruz. See, here's a funny thing. Nelson Cruz is second in home runs with nine. First in RBIs. 
you never hear anybody say steroids about him, but he got he got suspended uh, uh, last year as well, you know, or two years ago. He right. was suspended, and uh, nobody ever says anything about him or, you know, what's his name, O'Brien Braun or, or uh, the guy, the shortstop for the Cardinals. Um, there's lots of guys. You hear a little hear. bit about Brian Braun a little bit. Yeah, you did hear about Brian Braun. Yeah. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And uh, let's see. Matt Harvey leads the National League and wins along with Bartolo Colon. They both have four. Wow. Waka for St. Louis has four. That's crazy, man. Yeah. Uh, oh, ERA though. Number one pitcher for got, that. Yeah, I mean the two guys for the Mets, both, both of them have four wins. It's pretty great. And I wanted to go over some standings real quick uh, in the. Uh, in the uh, in the uh, standings, early season standings in the uh, American League and National League, uh, Yankees lead the East by one game over Tampa Bay. Royals, yep. Royals and Tigers are tied in the AL Central. Next, the White Sox five back. Mm-hmm. Like we said, Houston has a four and a half lead, uh, game lead over the Angels and the Mariners in the uh-huh. AL West. Mets have a four and a half game lead over the Braves. Uh, tight race, uh, tight right now in the NL Central. Uh, St. Louis is leading the Cubs by one game, and the Dodgers lead the uh, lead the Diamondbacks by a game in the NL West. Sweet, but there's a long way to go. There is, there is. I, w- I just wanted to give a quick uh, shout out to the Yankees bullpen because um, listen to these uh, some of these numbers here. Uh, I mean, Andrew Miller's their closer right now, and Dylan Batanz is the shutout man. Uh, the chance is 3 and 0, uh 12 innings pitched. Um in 12 innings, only 5 hits, 7 walks, 19 strikeouts. So he's got 13.86 strikeouts per 9 innings, which is unbelievable. But now the only guy in the world who's probably doing better than that is Andrew Miller, the closer. He's got 11 <laughs> in, 11 in and a third innings pitched, 3 hits, 4 walks, so his whip is 0.62, and he has 20 strikeouts in 11 innings. <laughs> It's 50, and neither one of them have given up a run this year. Wow. And then you then you got guys like um, uh, Chris Martin, his area is like in the low twos, and Shreve, his uh, area is in the twos, Carpenter, 3.0. But their bullpen is, is sick, you know, especially the closing end of their bullpen. Yeah. And, uh, cool. Let's go on a little bit, Mike, uh, to some uh, – I guess we'll do the NFL draft uh, talk, and then we'll do boxing. All right. I just wanted to watch uh-huh. them first. Uh, well, I don't really have a lot to say about the draft, frankly. I mean, uh, after the first couple of guys, I don't know who anybody is. So, yeah, they um, say Mariota might get traded to the uh, Browns because they just offered two number ones to the Titans for Mari- uh, for the pick. Yeah, well, I mean, that, that wouldn't surprise me. Um, if I were the Titans, I'd take that deal. So we are because you know we we're not you're not sure about the quarterback, and uh, you can get like two really good players for your team. Otherwise, you know. Um, so yeah, but also in the running are the Chargers, the Jets, the Eagles, and the Redskins. I I really think the Browns are going to get them. Well, I don't know. We'll see. The Browns uh, have two quarterbacks as it is. Um, I mean, how many quarterbacks are they going to pay? They got, I know. Uh, they got Johnny Manziel. They got Hoyer, and uh, oh, they're going to bring in. You know, they're going to have to get rid of one of those guys. I guess they could easily trade one of them. I mean, they can't trade Manziel really because 
he has no body of work, and he's been a problem child. He's been in rehab. So people aren't going to trade for that. They might trade for Hoyer. Mm-hmm. Um, but you got to kind of sort of got to get rid of both of them. You're getting Mariota. Yeah. Because if you're, you might. If you're, if you're using those, that kind of trade currency to get him, then you're going to be the starter. Right. And he might end up with the Eagles. We'll see. But uh, here's the uh, consensus uh, pick for uh, the Jets, by the way. Uh, the uh, mocked picks. Everybody has a different guy, basically. Um, these are uh, four guys that I'm looking at for CBS Sports. One of them says uh-huh. Brandon Scherf, the uh, offensive tackle out of Iowa. Another says Alvin Dupree, defensive end out of Kentucky. Then Kevin White, wide receiver out of West Virginia. Or Vic Beasley, outside linebacker out of Clemson. Well, they're talking about this being a really strong um, draft for wide receivers. Um, so right. maybe they uh, – I mean, they, if you're going to draft a wide receiver, it would be nice to have a good, good quarterback in place. So I, I think they do need a quarterback. They may pull off a trade. Uh, they, they talk about uh, David Rivers from um, – uh, San Diego, maybe be on the trade block. That would be big. That would be big. That'd be great. But and I'm thinking Kevin, it will go, they'll go offensive tackle or wide receiver. Kevin White. Well, here, well, here's the thing: the Jets already have a good offensive line. They have a good defense. They have they have like really good cornerbacks uh, now. They have a couple of good wide, wide receivers. They, you know, they pick up Brandon Marshall from the Bears, and um, they also have uh, the guy that they got from uh, Denver last year, um, Becker. So they have two good receivers. They really, I think, got if they made a trade for a um, for a, a quarterback or a guy like Rivers, they could be ready to win right away. I think, I really do. You think so? Oh yeah, because I mean they're not that far away. They're really all they really need to be good is a quarterback. Now maybe they right. think that one of the they have Geno they, Smith, Michael Vick, and uh, Jake Shield Sullivan. I think is the other guy. I don't think they have Michael Vick anymore. You don't? No. Uh, no. I think he's so they do need a quarterback. Yeah, they do. I know. They must have just going to have to give the ball to Geno again. So, yeah. I could see I wouldn't them. give the ball to Geno if I could help it. <laughs> no, I wouldn't either, man. I wouldn't either. So, what about boxing, Mike? Uh, who's going to win the big uh, Floyd Money Mayweather and uh, Manny Pack fight? Well, here's, here's the thing. <clears throat> I... I, it's really hard for me to say. I mean, and I've been following boxing my whole life, and, and I box myself. So I'm, I'm, I've always been really good at picking boxing. I'm having a tough time picking this one. Now, if you ask me to you know, just put a gun to my head, I would say probably Mayweather would win a decision. But I really think the Pacquiao can beat him because uh, Pacquiao, uh, he, a couple of years ago, he got knocked cold by, um, by his Mexican rival there, uh, Marquez. And... Uh, it really took some of the shine off his uh, star. And he also lost a really disputed decision uh, to Timothy Bradley. But uh, he will not be afraid at all of Mayweather because Mayweather can't punch. He's, he, he doesn't have any power. So basically, he just has to decide to eat a few soft punches to try and get into him. Now, that being said, a lot of people will say, well, that's easier said than done. You can't hit Mayweather. But that's not true. You can hit him. He's a lot slower now than he used to be. He's still slick, but Pacquiao is a really serious fighter. He's not some guy they yanked out of like the, you know, some uh, slum in Panama. Well, some that's actually, <laughs> uh, yes, yeah, so some bar room. 
actually he's kind of got a lot of like Roberto Duran in him. And uh, I always think of the Roberto Duran, Sugar Ray Leonard, the first fight. And uh, everybody, you know, Duran was kind of considered past his prime, and Leonard was a new, like, golden boy. And Duran beat the crap out of him because uh, Leonard decided to fight him toe-to-toe to prove how tough he was. And he fought Duran's fight, and Duran kicked his ass. But then they fought a rematch, and Leonard just went pure speed and made a mockery. I mean, he smoked him, and that's when Duran did the no mas. Then they fought a third time. No mas, man. <laughs> yeah, they fought a third time, and it was no kind of a dull the third one was a dull fight, but then like, Duran caught him late in the fight and like really messed him up pretty good, but Leonard had a big enough lead to take the win. Here's my point. I think that if anybody's going to beat Mayweather, it's going to be Pacquiao because he has the skill set, and he's really quick, and he punches really hard, and he throws lots of combinations, and he's fearless. But uh, if Mayweather wins, it's going to be the most boring fight you've ever seen because uh, he doesn't so much fight as he does play Matador. You know, he... Uh, He's very elusive, and he's bored. I don't know why people pay so much for these pay-per-views to watch Mayweather fight. He never has an interesting fight. It's like it's so dull. It's like watching a sparring session. So I'm going to give the uh, fight to Mayweather. I think he's going to win, but I'd really like to see Manny win. I would love to see Pacquiao knock him out because here's here's another thing. I mean, yeah, we were talking yesterday about it. Well, yeah, I don't. I didn't know much about Pacquiao, and I watched a special on him the other night. And, I mean, granted, it's just one person's report, and it could have been slanted in one way or another. But he seems like a really good guy. And he, he, he has morals, and he has, like, a, he has uh, integrity, and he's an honest man. And Mayweather is all about himself. You know, he's all money Mayweather, showing just flashing wads of money to people. I mean, he's been in prison for, you know, beating up his girlfriend. He's been arrested. He's not a good guy. And eh, I'm not, bag, it sounds like. <laughs> well, yeah, and you know what? I'm not going to root for him. I mean, he may be the better fighter and and all that, but I don't have to root for him. Uh, and he's he's the American, so you think, you know, oh, i got to root for the American. But you know what? I think if you're a good person or a bad person, uh, it shouldn't – I'm not going to root for an American just because he's an American. You know what I mean? Uh, if he's some sleazy, you know, girlfriend-beaten scumbag and the other guy's like a good man, I'll root for the other guy. And I want to see a decent fight too. And the only way, yeah. the only way they fight a rematch that means anything is if Pacquiao beats him. If Mayweather beats him, it's just another guy that he just dominated with his little s- skill set. But if you, if Pacquiao were to somehow beat Mayweather, give him his first loss, uh, it would be like a hugely rich uh, rematch. I mean, yeah. that would be like that would be unbelievable. Well, fight of the century kind of thing. <laughs> well, I'm not sure that I'm not sure that Mayweather would trade his undefeated record for another big payday, but who knows? They said they could both make over $100 million in this fight. Yeah, and that's going to be on the second, right? That's, uh, uh, yeah, it's like uh, Saturday, Saturday night. I'm not going to watch it, though. i, I got to work. Yeah, so. it's going to be interesting. Uh, and um, I see some UFC news. John Jones stripped of his title. Yeah, how about that? How about that? Yeah, I don't know too much about UFC or that situation, but maybe you can tell me, Mike. Well, sure. Um, Well, John Bones Jones is the best fighter in the world. I I think everybody acknowledges that. But he's also starting to really develop quite a little uh, resume of of bad decisions. And this is like he got arrested in 2012 for drunk driving. He ran ran his car into a tree. Uh, He could have been killed, but he got drunk driving. Then, like, last year, before a big title fight, uh, he tested positive for cocaine, but they 
they let him fight anyway because they said the test was before he was in his training period. It was like when he was just sort of off, off duty. But still, he uh, they so they he went to rehab and he was uh, you know he was uh, sort of people started watching him and thinking, well, maybe he's not such a good guy because he seems to have a really good personality. He's a tough guy. Then uh, a couple days ago, three or four days ago, I guess, he got in a car accident with uh, where he's car hit like the, the car of this pregnant woman she suffered a broken arm and everything she was pretty messed up he left the scene he just left the, scene of the accident and then came back because he left a big bag of cash in his car so he came back grabbed the money and then ran away i mean ah. and that's like so what was he trying to hide is what is, that's is no, what you have that's to bad move. if he's running away did he have drugs on him was he was he wasted was he drunk again uh but basically he's he, he was showing really bad character I and mean, he really, he hurt somebody physically hurt somebody with his behavior. That's not a fighter, you know, a pregnant woman. And then he ran away. And so Dana White, who, you know, runs UFC like a, you know, like a King, uh, he's, he's the boss and he stripped him of his title. And like you know Vince McMahon. <laughs> yeah, kind of Matt. And I, and I'll tell you at first when I read it, I was kind of shocked, but then I'm like, you know, I'm kind of glad too, because, so many of these, I mean, so many people like bow to the celebrity of, you know, of someone, and especially in like the fighting sports, like boxing has always been so corrupt and so dirty. And as long as you can sell tickets, they don't care if you're the biggest scumbag in the world. I mean, Mike Tyson was like a, was a pretty seedy individual. George Foreman, who everybody loves now. Yeah, I know. And George Foreman, who was a real, everybody loves now, big George Foreman, Grandpa George was a really bad dude when he was growing up. And when he won the title, he was like, he'd been in prison. And he was a gangbanger and all that. Um, and like, that. so these, uh, those combat sports have always been sort of, the inmates have always run the asylum. And I, it's, I was glad to see that someone said, you know, you just can't be this way. You can't be this way and represent our organization. So he's got some work to do to repair his legacy. Right. And I think we'll end the show by doing a little hockey talk, Mike. All right, brother. Uh, Lightning and Wings, game seven tonight. Who wins, Mike? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I don't really know much about those teams. Uh, uh, Detroit's had such a, like a, such a, a dynasty over the last 15 years. Not so much in the last few years, but they've been so good. Uh, I would, my first guess would be uh, maybe they're going to win. But uh, I'm I'm looking forward to the Rangers. Uh, Rangers got the Capitals coming up, yeah. and I was hoping Rangers Islanders, but it's not going to happen. No, it's definitely not. Uh, but Rangers Capitals is still pretty good. And oh yeah, start, big rivalry. Yeah, you know it's so funny, Matt. When they um, when Henrik Lundqvist was hurt, uh, they had that backup goalie come in and uh, from the minor leagues, and he played so great. And everyone was like, "What?" Well, all the people on the talk radio were all about all about saying. Uh, well, maybe they should just, you know, get rid of Lundqvist and look over to the kid. It's like, take it easy. That kid hadn't played a playoff game yet. Now Lundqvist yeah, is dom- I know, and now Lundqvist is dominating in the, in the postseason, just like you know, he's of course he is. So they're um, on the back. They're in a they're in a decisive game five on Friday versus the Providence Bruins in the Calder Cup playoffs, AHL. Oh, very good, very good. Well, I'm good luck to back and win in advance. Good luck to the pack. Uh, what's yeah. that, the semifinals, you said? Uh, that's the uh, first round called the Cup Playoffs. Oh, okay. Well, maybe we can catch a game if it keeps going. Yeah, yeah. 
That would be cool. Yeah. That's a call to yeah. cup game uh, at uh, in Hartford. Yeah, maybe. You know, my schedule is kind of crazy. I work on weekends and stuff, but uh, if we can, well, maybe we'll give it a shot. Yeah. So I'm hoping that uh, the Lightning win tonight. I don't like the Red Wings too much. No, I know. Well, the Red Wings are—they're sort of hockey blue bloods, and they've won their share. So I could see anybody that would be Runica against them. Yeah, and they are going to be uh, without Cromwell tonight, and uh, he was suspended for charging uh, some guy in a game. So suspended one game, and Ranger and the Rangers uh, when they play the, uh, the Capitals. They'll be missing Max Zuccarello. Uh, he is really? out indefinitely with an upper body injury. Oh, what does that mean? Upper body injury? That's pretty upper vague. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty vague. But they said it might might have been his head. They said. Oh, all right. Well, got coconut split. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, they start tomorrow. They start tomorrow night. So we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, and I'm I'm getting into the Stanley Cup. Uh, the Stanley Cup uh, playoffs, Mike. Some good series uh, just concluded. Yeah. The Wild beat the Blues four to two. Yeah. Uh, Blackhawks beat the Nashville Predators four to two. The Ducks, the Anaheim Ducks, quack quack. They, they <laughs> swept the Winnipeg Jets. Yeah. Uh, games and the Flames beat the Vancouver Canucks four to two. Canadians uh, beat the Ottawa Senators in the Battle of uh, Montreal there, uh, um, Battle of uh, Quebec or whatever it is, 4-2. Uh-huh. Uh, um, and uh, decisive game game seven between the Wings and the Lightning tonight, the Bolts and the Wings. Uh, right on. Rangers beat the Penguins 4-1. Capitals beat the, uh, beat the Islanders 4-3 and closed out Nassau Coliseum. Yeah, man. Ever see a game there? Or anything there? Uh, yeah, I saw the Eagles uh, uh, in concert there. Uh, I may have seen some basketball games in there years ago, but I don't really remember. Uh, it was it was nice. It was fine. It was just kind of hard to get to out in the middle of uh, Long middle Island. Of yeah, well, Long Island, the highways there aren't that great. It's Yeah, it's well, it's tough to get to when there's a a big game or big concert, but uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, how about how about a quick minute on the NBA since we're almost out of time? All right, uh, go ahead. The Nets are still alive, man. You know, everybody wrote them off. They were down two games to nothing to Atlanta, who was uh, who you know won the one took the first seed in the in the East this uh, this year, yeah, and uh, yeah, and the Nets the Nets got beat the first two games, but then they uh, they won the next two, so they're still alive. They could and beat the Hawks. They could. They're playing right now. They're down by 10, but it's still right. in the first half. That doesn't mean anything. Yeah, and, but uh, that's a big loss for the uh, Hawks. A, that is. That is a big loss. And, uh, you know, <laughs> maybe maybe the uh, maybe the New York cops that bust, busted his leg were from Brooklyn. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I know you're playing. I know you're playing the Nets. We'll fix you up. <laughs> Well, it's about eight o'clock. It's about we have fifteen seconds. Whoa! That went fast. Whoa! Yeah. What do you think, Mike? Whoa! Any final thoughts? Uh, no, but I no. Just go, Pacquiao. Yeah. Uh, let me hit my, and we'll do it again next week. All right. 
thanks for calling up, Mike. All right. Thanks, everybody, for listening. This has been Hank with the Bowman Brothers for April 29, 2015. We'll see you again next week. Later. Later.